Hey, Garrett. Yes, Boca. Describe your perfect date. Oh, this one's tough. February 14th, because it's both my birthday and Valentine's Day. You fucking simp. Hi, I'm Boca. And I'm an idiot. <laughs> and welcome to the Bromance Podcast. That's two dudes talking about romantic comedies because love is dead, moves are real, and feminism is complicated. Uh, joining us on this week's episode, we have an uh, international TikTok sensation, Queen of Brooklyn, and friend to all tourists. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Ariana Santana. How are you doing? Hi, thanks for having me. Did I get all your titles? It's very, it's a Khaleesi scenario. I mean, there are more, but I think you got the most important ones. Okay. I mean, we can't do everything when it's Queen Elizabeth, right? We got to just think. (laughs) What what movie are we talking about this week? Me? We're talking about Miss Congeniality. Oh, you. (laughs) Garrett, why'd you just Why the fuck would it be me? What? I don't know. I'm going... I, I'm right. sorry. I know because I have feedback for both of you. Garrett, we have a guest, a lady, and you said I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I want to cut her. What you normally ask that? me the question. I, I thought it was for me, and then I figured the question was for him. So I was like, Oh God, why would it be the guest? Yeah, and there was a pause. I know. I'm. I'm sorry. I messed you up. This is a shit show. I need everybody. Any okay? Tighten up. Garrett, what is the movie we're discussing this week? Well, I thank you for asking me, Mr. Boca. It is Miss Congeniality, <laughs> which after watching, uh, and it's taken, I, I, the last time I watched it was probably like 2005 or something. Is this even a rom-com? We do hey, that a lot. Please defend. Hmm. It's not too romantic. Mm-mm. So is that it's why chick you're- chick ter- territory. Oh. <laughs> well, it's what yeah. territory? Yeah, yeah, Garrett. that is a genre of film. <laughs> oh, chick flick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I, I was just going to yeah. him because the way he said it was so derogatory. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, Garrett's too good for a chick flick now. You think you're better than us? I co-run a podcast about rom-coms. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, yeah. We don't really need to reinforce our rom-coms creds. Uh, Ariana, you said do this one. And I took your word for it. So a lot of pressure. So how... Did you first think of this as a rom-com or what's your relationship with this film? I mean, I saw it when it first came out, which was, oh my gosh, I don't know when. Uh, December 22nd, 2000, my sixth birthday. Oh my God. Wait, (laughs) Sagittarius. No, I'm the first day of Capricorn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I was nine? No, eight. Anyway, I saw it when it first came out and I just remember being so obsessed with Sandra Bullock's character mm. because she was such a bad bitch. Wait, I can mm. say. Oh, oh we sweared awfully. It's yeah. perfect. We say horrible things all the time. So. Yeah, <laughs> slurs. It's, yeah, I'm kidding. So Sorry. yeah, I, I guess when I was, I don't know, eight years old, I wasn't really uh, thinking of like movie genres, um, but uh, yeah, I loved it because it centered around her and she was like a force to be reckoned with. And I was like, I wasn't super girly growing up. She obviously is not a, a quote unquote girly girl. Um, and so I resonated with her and I loved her. And that from then on became one of my favorite movies. Okay, well, that's that's heartwarming. You know, I, did, I didn't necessarily see myself. Oh, it is. I mean, that's nice. I didn't see myself in this film. But, you know, that's kind of why we do this podcast. We need to see beyond 
just ourselves. But yeah, I'm not I'm not in the shit. This is my first time watching it like an hour ago is when I finished. Oh wow. Yeah. I, that way it's fresh, you know? It's yeah. fresh. And I, and I took notes and I wrote a little letterbox. And so I I was definitely looking for more ROM. The calm was there. We had like we had a little bit of sexual tension on the surface, and then we had some subtext we'll get into when we get there. But uh, yeah, Garrett, walk us through, like, how's this movie open? How do we begin? Is this for me? I said your name. We can't. Oh, it cut, it cut out. Oh, um, gosh. So, <laughs> I know. So we, uh, we meet young Sandra Bullock, who, oh, no, you're going to quiz me on the name. It's not time yet. Um, who is on a playground defending a boy that she likes because he's getting bullied. And then his response to this, and she properly kicks a guy's ass, is to be like, you prote- you protected me and you're a girl and I'm a boy and now I look like a jackass. And so then she beats the shit out of him. And um, honestly, that's everything you need to know about Sandra Bullock in this entire movie. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, what? within the first two minutes she beats the shit out of two little boys so yeah yeah, yeah. Fabulous. but she's also a little girl so this isn't just grown sandra bullock like kicking toddler <laughs> oh, right. no but that'd be way better better <laughs> better I mean, it'd be interesting better for the audience not the little boys yeah okay so that that kind of establishes her character we know um who she is um area we have this game we like to play on bromance podcast uh, Garrett has the mind of a platypus, but he's gifted yeah. in other ways. And so, Garrett, Sandra Bullock's character, what's that name? She's the main character of the movie. They say it a million times. Can you remember her name? Um, See? Sorry, I don't mean to, like, poke you. I'm hang, sorry. hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, oh, uh, actually, okay, so this is not even that big of, like, a, a callback, but okay. I dated a girl in high school who was Miss Teen Napa Valley, so there's a, and she had the same name, which is Gracie. So, and the, okay, he, no, he got it right. But the thing is, it's always a fucking Rube Goldberg machine of yeah. personal relationships. And so he remembers a name he encountered 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and it is, I can't like, remember names. I have to tie it back to something. But mm-hmm. these stories or whatever ties you back to it, like those people do not remind you of the characters, right? At all. No, not in the slightest. I have to go through like, and that's the funniest thing is like, I will probably use Gracie from Miss Congeniality's name to remember a future Gracie, but it's like one will connect to the next. I'll never just remember it the first time around. Wow. I love that. I want you to be on a date with a Gracie and say, oh my God, like Gracie from Miss Congeniality. Yeah. 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 Now he'll have 18 steps before he just says that. So uh, we, we cut to grown-ass woman Sandra Bullock. She's in a Russian uh, place and Russians are doing dealings. And uh, yeah. they, <laughs> they, I don't know what exactly what they're trying to catch. And she's an FBI agent. And it's like, oh no, uh, the boss is choking. Instead, she saves a mob boss. And this movie implies that criminals' lives are worthless. I didn't like that. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> An, an FBI agent gets shot. I'm sorry, I didn't. I missed some stuff. I think. Or what else happened? No, I think you got it right. Got she, it? her, her boss, um, head of FBI, was telling her to leave it alone, and she can clearly see that the Russian mob boss was choking and on the verge of death. And she went with her gut, and she saved him, and in doing so, got one of her coworkers <laughs> shot. 
which yeah. is kind of which on obviously her. is not like her actual fault, but they made her all feel like she caused him to yeah. get shot. That motherfucker was slipping, you know, on yeah. him. But she did slam him into a tray of knives. So it was like you protected him, but then like, she like did the Heimlich, but then she like throws him onto a tray, a table that just is like, covered in knives. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there had to have been, you're a trained officer. Like there's another, ta- you don't, you don't put the person that's currently armed on the table full of weapons. Oh, right. Or like, and not hold his hands down, you know? Yeah. 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 So all around bad, sloppy FBI work, you know, the, the, I don't know how they made out the Academy. Yeah, I've never fired yeah. a gun in my life. Um, so she she's demoted to desk work, and her boss was a ghostbuster. And then, by the way, we have the wackiest serial killer ever, the citizen. You fucking so nerd. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. It's like you know what it is. It's the name equivalency of when you go to like a futuristic movie, and they're like, "That'll be four hundred credits, please." And I'm like, "We couldn't even come up with the currency. We just <laughs> everything's credits in the future. It's just credits." Yeah. Yeah. It, Ariana, do you know more serial killers who perhaps had a better epithet, or is that too deep of a reference? Is, I don't know if that's something you're into, or you know the true. I, no, I love serial killers. I was actually watching. Wait. <laughs> oh. No, I mean no. Please actually go. But I was like, when I just said, "Oh, you must love serial killers," wink. Why the fuck do you actually love serial killers? <laughs> Wow, am I that obvious? Who doesn't love serial killers? Like learning about serial killers. Okay, yeah, that's a it is. It's a female say- thing. We love true crime. Mm-hmm. It's just in our blood. We're constantly like trying to figure out how we could protect ourselves if we have to. It is a thing. You said true and crime so serial killers. Just, they fascinate me. I also love the context of like, as a woman, I always am like on the lookout for like what to do. As if like on the inverse, Boca and I just watching true crime. Like, so this is how we execute. Yeah, it's the game footage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. re- re- review the tape, review the tape. What? Where did he screw up? Wait, did either of you see that one abducted in plain sight? Oh my God. Oh my God. That motherfucker kidnapped the same girl twice, Garrett, and there were neighbors or some shit. And the parents are like, this is happening. Literally, all you have to do is be like a somewhat charming, kind of maybe not attractive white man. And you can do whatever you want. (laughs) That motherfucker slept with both of her parents too. And so I was like, (laughs) that's beyond charming. I was like, God damn. God damn, yeah, yeah, literally. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't I'm gonna save my true crime material for later. We should move forward in the plot. Um, Ariana, what's how do we this go? This is where from- it gets really convoluted because it's like they get a letter and it's like what? I don't I know. I didn't it to really her again. It's like, like Garrett, Garrett. Okay, go. Cool. <laughs> oh no, no, no. I was for just some gonna reason say, for me, the like, zoom is super cut out. <laughs> All I was going to say was, aside from the fact that his name is really fucking stupid, the serial killer, a.k.a. Wait, can I reveal? Oh, my God. No, we're saving it. We're saving Yes. We're, we're saving it. it. We're saving it like the actual movie. Anyway, yeah. aside from the name being really dumb, I also never picked up on the fact that he was a serial bomber. Like, did anything happen beforehand? We didn't see him work. We went from... Oh, I'm now grown up Sandra Bullock and I did a mo- Russian mob thing to like, by the way, in our universe, in the year 2000, there's a serial killer named The Citizen and that's stupid. And he does, he doesn't just bomb though. He like, he, his whole thing is he mixes it up. Arson, bombing, well, that's both fire, but you know, other shit. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's just like a weird plot point there that doesn't make too much sense. Cause by the end, when we find out who it is, it's like, mm-hmm. why would you have been a serial mm-hmm. bomber? It literally makes no sense. So well, yeah, that's that. We'll, we'll right. table that. We'll, we'll, we'll table that. We'll save it for when we get to the end. Garrett. So how does, how does Sandra Bullock, uh, Gracie get onto the team dealing with the citizen? So that's a really good question because I just watched this movie and it ended four minutes before I got on this podcast. And I'd love to give you that coherent answer other than to say, for some reason, she notices that there's like a, I don't know, what is it? What do you even call it? Where someone writes something and then you can decode the, okay, there's a code. There's a code embedded in the stuff that he's saying that like is going to somehow lead them to the Miss America pageant. And okay. And then we enter into the world's worst version of the Sims. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah where they're like somehow hey we have everyone's fbi person photo and my daughter has this website where you can dress up dolls and somehow that software just blends yeah yeah fucking steve jobs nor bill gates would like this and it's just i'm addressing my coworkers in front of everybody and making them yep. wear stuff on a screen hr hr mm-hmm. hr yeah, but then they were like, holy shit, that's Sandra fucking Bullock. She's got body. And then like, yo, come to the pageant. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, that's not watching, the take. Go ahead. watching that scene though, like she's sitting right there <laughs> and it just goes to show how much these people do not even consider her a female yeah. because yeah. she's literally right there and they're like, oh my God, how are we going to find a woman who's an FBI agent and like kind of maybe a little attractive that could pull this off? And she's literally right there. Yeah. Like if she wasn't so opposed to even being perceived, she would be so fucking offended. She's like, motherfuckers, I'm right here. I'm right next to you. It, hell, it didn't occur to her. So that's some self-esteem shit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So uh, then it's like, we're going to do a my, fa- not my fair lady. What's the thing where you teach a British lady how to talk right? Was that my fair lady? I just know Princess Diaries. So I just know Julie Andrews. <laughs> but same idea. Gosh, same the idea. two of you. Pygmalion. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. <laughs> both of you, you're thick for this, when this happens in a movie, you both say, yeah. hey, they're doing motherfucking. <laughs> I immediately compare it to Princess Diaries. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't the first one, though, right? Um, yeah, but we're all of this a similar age, and that was what we saw, and that was where they ripped off that plot. It's like Warner Brothers. It's like a Looney Tunes. Like they stole a bunch of plot lines that were from like old timey movies, and then like you watch Gone with the Wind, and you're like, oh, that's some shit that Looney Tunes stole. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll I'll let me let this go because I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So funny to me. All right. I'm now. We're getting Michael Caine. Uh, hey, mm-hmm. it's Alfred. And he knows how to do the beauty pageant shit. He's been in the game for years, but after one job went bad, they kicked him off the force. But now Sandra Bullock's going to bring him back to the world of beauty pageants. Yeah. It's a whole different angle for the movie I just did. Anyway. Yeah, no, I love it. And <laughs> and I, I think the makeover sequence, because it's really not just one scene in Miss Congeniality, is truly iconic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's up there. It's one of the top ones. Yeah, the reveal in yeah. that Perry Winkle 
dress is yeah. literally everything. True. Yeah. When, once we see her, them do all the work, and mind you, the whole time following uh, Sandra Bullock's like, hey, we're the other FBI agents. We're all men, and we sure fucking hate women, or just objectified to a trophy status is like, they say hubba hubba out loud unironically. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Disgusting. The things, the things that they say in this movie are so gross, but yeah. Yeah. It's, but we love Sandra. But we, we, we stick it out for Sandra. And so, all right, now she, she's taking the place in Miss New Jersey and uh, she's going to be in the beauty pageant, but the, the head beauty pageant lady is Candace Bergen. And she's like, listen here, I don't know you and I don't like you. So tighten the fuck up. This isn't a game. I hate feminism. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Woman at the top and she hates women. Yeah. I mean, Perfect. more often than we would like. I mean, that's not my fucking fight at all, is it? But like, Jason, I'm like, hey, that's fucked up. Woman at the top. Who? Garrett, yeah, what happens next? And she also is staring at her pre-makeover. Like, oh. her? girl it's like calm down calm down she just needs to get her eyebrows done and she can hear you (laughs) right and she's right there and she's also right there she's right there Gary, what were you gonna say no i mean they literally treat her like she's the elephant man and it's like (laughs) she's like one hairdo away from being a supermodel like anyone with eyes realistically like if this wasn't sandra bullock the actress that we all know would be like hey, you know who should do this? The obviously super hot woman that we all work with. Why is it taking this long? And they're like, how were we ever going to like get this woman ready in two days? It's like, I don't know. She has a glorious bone structure, is really tall and in great shape. However, will we fix this scenario? Like, it's like, I understand if it's me, I'm a shit show. It wouldn't work. But Sandra Bullock? Oh yeah, no, I think we can work with, with gold. You know, I think it's fine. So there, there's my rant. It's so true. And this isn't the first time it's happened with her either. Because remember in, uh, uh, while you were sleeping, she's like, hi, I just take your, your subway tokens. Don't look at me. And I just, uh, I, I live low. Motherfucker, that's Sandra. The only guy in that movie who right? gets it was the really gross uh, cousin guy who was always outside of her apartment. She's like, y'all yeah. don't realize that woman looks like Sandra Bullock. I'm going to bother her. <laughs> He was trash, but he had the right opinion. He had the right opinion. Yeah. So she's uh, joining the beauty pageant girls and she meets the, I miss New York and I miss Texas. I say y'all. And uh, I miss South Dakota. Who Was she Mormon? I don't remember she, her. She, she, oh, Even you, if she's not Mormon, she's Mormon. She's the, miss, South, miss South Dakota, she's the one who win-wins in the end. No, Rhode Island. Oh, I'm so sorry. Don't, yeah. That's why I was like, who's South Dakota? Yeah, all right. Miss Rhode Island. I was looking at her like, are you Mormon? Or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where it's like, oh, you sure are nice, Miss New Jersey. And, oh, I can't swirl uh, fire batons. My parents don't like fire. And I was like, are are they Frankenstein? I don't. (laughs) And she mentioned something about like buying... Mm-hmm. some article of clothing and her mom was like no that's a sin yeah it was like i wanted red underwear my mom said that's mm. the, that's satan's panties and i was like you're in a yes, exactly <laughs> you you a victim um garrett what happens next um well i mean okay so this isn't necessarily what happens next but it does happen at the table and it did make me laugh because her one question for miss hawaii 
was like, aloha <laughs> is hello and goodbye. So when you're trying to like end a call and wrap it up with someone that you're kind of done talking to and you keep saying like, oh yeah, no, 100% aloha or whatever, do they just start the story all over again? And it wasn't that funny. But for some reason, it made me shoot my drink out of my nose. And so that's what I had because it was so dumb. It was like a dad joke, like a, such a cringe dad joke that I was like, I, I don't know why, Sandra, but I love you more. <laughs> and the only one that appreciated it was Rhode Island. Not South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. Not South Dakota. Yeah. And I mentioned there's two romantic relationships in this movie. And this is the other one that folks need to talk about. Miss Rhode Island has a thing for Sandra Bullock. Oh, my God. What a better Again. movie that would have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> I think it's I think it's that evening in the movie. Right. She's like, knock, knock, knock on your door. It's late. All the other girls are asleep. I offer them. Hot yeah, I know. Right. But they wouldn't want it. Do you want some? And I was like. Right. And, and she was made out to believe, like have us believe that she was like this, like too sweet, weird pageant mm-hmm. girl that no one else liked. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure she's like the epitome of a pageant girl. So why yeah. wouldn't she be friends with them? So she just liked Sandra Bullock and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was there. She was with it, but you know, she didn't, she didn't close. And so <sighs> you hate to see it, you know? Could have been a light, could have been a, you know, that that's like getting Oscar, you know, instead of what, whatever. So, uh, Ari, where do we go next? Okay. Where do we go from here? So Sandra meets Gracie, sorry, meets mm-hmm. all of the other um, pageant girls and she starts the process of getting ready. And the goal is that she has to make it to top five because she has to be on the stage when a winner is crowned so they can like find the bomber, right? Cause that's what he's gonna do, he or she. And that becomes part of the whole storyline, right? Like she doesn't have a talent. What is she gonna do? How the hell is she gonna make it to top five? Um, but I think probably the next part is her working on like her walk and the walking in a dress and then her talent, which is a very fun, iconic scene too. That part, we're at the, at the talent portion of the show and she's on stage and he has like her Bavarian outfit and she's doing the the glass whatever and she sees a guy with the the hat wait Garrett you you did a thing Bef- right before this because there's there's an important point where she's like they wake her up at like an ungodly hour and they're like okay we need you to rehearse a bunch of different shit and so she's wa- rehearsing how to like walk down a f- these like curly st- curled stairs and how to walk hair stuff yada yada and so she's like, okay, let me try this again, but here, hold my shit. And so she proceeds to take out like half of a Kevlar vest worth of weaponry, handcuffs, and like combat equipment. And Michael Kane's way of holding a handgun, he puts his pinky where the trigger is. And at all times, it's either pointing to blow off Sandra Bullock's face or his oh. own face. And I, the whole time I'm just like, if this shit's loaded, also Sandra, you're a fucking cop. Like, why are you an FBI agent? Like, what? I don't know. I know I'm picking up on tiny uh, nitpick details. That's what we do. But it, it is kind of what we do. And then, uh, yeah. So, and then, right immediately following that is when they were like, oh yeah, she has no talent. And his way of proclaiming that is literally, this woman has no talent. It's like, well, I mean, in her life, hey yo, this girl has no talent. And she's like, fuck you. She's garbage. But everyone boo her. 
And that was like one of the first times I forget his name, the love interest. The guy the from Hottie. Yeah, Yes, yeah. yes. That was one of the first times that he like stood up for her too. He was like, she's right there. You know, because he says yeah. nice things twice in the movie. The bar is on the floor. <laughs> when did you fall? I will say all he does to get her is like give her one smoldering look after this as she's like you think i'm pretty you want to kiss me and i'm like girl that's actually kind of a good that's a good move it's a good pickup line but all he does is like just do like that TikTok sex face where he's just like and she just <laughs> immediately like is you know thinks they're gonna kiss and then he takes a bite of some stupid mars bar and then nothing happens the rest of the movie and then they end up together and you're just like i mean could the bar be lower yeah, it's just like I, I fell in love with him when everyone else was saying I have no talent, and he said, "Guys, she can hear you." <laughs> yep, and that's when I knew he's my person. <laughs> and now I believe he loves me. Oh, right. I cut you off. What were you going to say? Me? Yeah. Oh, I don't have oh, Aaron, I thought you were going to say something. Oh, oh excuse me, no. I'm misreading. All right, so uh, we have that one moment of sexual tension that's supposed to last us sustain yeah. us through the movie and as we move forward um yeah she was she was doing her glass harp thingy mm -hmm. where she makes music i didn't even hear a song when she was doing that shit but fine yeah i had no idea what that was yeah it was noise that didn't sound awful he's got a gun jumps off stage while she's doing this shit it's just a guy yeah motherfuckers in texas have guns so. Yeah, but he was acting mad suspicious. Like he's like moving around in the crowd. It does look like he's moving towards the stage and he keeps checking his pockets for stuff. And like, you can clearly see like he has a gun in his jacket. And that being said, I'm not sure I Superman off the stage till I see him like reach for and literally hold a gun. But, you know, teach their own. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that happens. And Candace Bergen is like, I want her off. Uh, I want her. I want her gone. You uh I hate women and I hate you. And, <laughs> I mean, that's her, that's her. Um, can we talk about her for a second, actually? Because, uh, Garris, ooh, you're not going to have this one, but what's her name? Hmm. Oh, no. Candace Bergen's character? Yes. The older lady with the hair and she doesn't like Sandra Bullock. I got nothing. I, there was, I didn't even put her in the brain, whatever I call my brain, brain palace, mind palace. She didn't even get in. She's oh. outside. She's in the cold. It's raining. She's very sad. When we say mind palace to each other in our podcast, it sounds cool. But now that we have guests, I'm like, this sounds nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, here for it. Oh, thank you for the I remember it was like the name of someone that's probably like not. Like it wasn't a villainous name. It was like sad and strong opinions in public name. Kathy Morningside? You there we go. Karen? Yes. Oh, is that her no, name? I mean, Kathy? Kathy's close enough. Like, <laughs> Kathy is like, I feel like Kathy has bold opinions too loud and too close to others in public. Garrett, for all you know, there's a strong contingent of Kathy's that live to this podcast. And like, now well, you're just Tell me I'm wrong. They will, if that's how they are. Um, okay. So she she's somehow moving on to the next round of the pageant. It's, I mean, it's rigged that she gets to the top five. So that's how she's moving on because she jumped off stage. How, whatever. Um, she, she's like, okay, uh, we got a DNA sample and it appears to match Miss Rhode Island. What? No, she would never. Well, I need you to get close to these girls and figure out what. So it's like, I'm going to, instead of luring you with like, she just lures the girls in with pizza. It was, I get, they're all starved, I suppose. 
that whole and then I know and and that whole scene kind of like normalizing eating disorders too because she was trying to get the girls to eat pizza and then find out their secrets <laughs> and and she was like it doesn't matter you're gonna throw it up later anyway and I was like oh god it was very <laughs> casual and I was like whoa mm-hmm. take it easy Sandra Bullock in the year 2000 um our understanding was different, but still bad. So they, they okay, first the pizza and then the uh, soda. And then guess what? That That's a slippery slope. So let's just turn the fuck up. <laughs> we ate pizza. We're going to do whatever the fuck we want. We're wild and free. We're going to go to like do tube shots and like do paint drums and keep eating pizza in the club. Ew. Yeah, I mean, what I took from that was that these women have literally never been out a day in their, their lives. And yeah. so they were- living it the fuck up yeah um but it was cute <laughs> i mean yeah it was cute but it was a little, i mean know, in like also a horrifying way because miss what not nebraska who is she the one that you Texas. thought was more oh of- rhode island yes yeah rhode, rhode island. island is like taking the the shots with her and getting like completely blackout and during that process she's like you know have you committed any crimes and she's like Oh, I like stole underwear that were red because my parents wouldn't let me buy them because they said they were the devil's panties. And I'm like, uh, weird, but okay. I was like, really no other crimes. And then the crime she confesses is someone assaults her. And I'm like, that's their crime. That's not your, like, which I, I will say it was kind of nice they present it that way where it's like, okay, this whole thing's so fucked up that you think that A, you were the cause of that. And B, she's like, wait a minute, as an FBI agent, why the fuck are you not telling anyone? And she's like, oh, like, no one believe me, I'm me. And then they just kind of keep it moving. And I was like, oh shit, well, A, we've learned she's not a suspect and B, Christ. Yeah, it was, they just kind of bulldozed through, I suppose, in a way that was unsatisfying but yeah yeah so it was was definitely a different beat in the movie and i think maybe 10 seconds later from here from the scene she's like oh i'm gonna stand you up to show you self-defense stuff um as we're here she just sets her there turns around and uh rhode island's so like drunk she just falls flat back and just like is done for the i was like oh uh, am i laughing right now this is emotional whiplash she might be dead. <laughs> like we've seen, have you seen enough movies where they have to kill someone off, but they don't have a creative way. So they just kind of go like, oopsie daisy. And then their head just explodes when they hit the ground. It's like <laughs> in a different movie, that's her. <laughs> oh my God. I know. God. And I love how like the next day they had to compete in this pageant and no one seemed concerned. I'm like, she definitely has a concussion. She was probably bleeding, yeah, but yeah. she's fine. Yeah. No, no, at least profoundly hungover. Like, is, is a bender all, the night before the big day? Yeah, all these girls should have been hungover and feeling like shit. And then one might have like a, a Will Smith level concussion. You know, it's like give the impression, Boca. I know you want to. You have a concussion. Uh, <laughs> like art. <laughs> the key is don't actually try to do a good Nigerian accent. That's how you get there. Um, yeah. And so I want that to be my text tone, even though my phone's always on vibrate. You have a kokosho? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll run Miss Rhode Island through our concussion protocol when we get back from this commercial break. And we're back. All three of us, I think, are messes. Ari, uh, how, how are you enjoying uh, Bromance Podcast? Is this all, is all cracked up to be? Um, I'm having the time of my life. Um, and I, I'm not a mess. 
<laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I didn't like the implication. I'm there. literally kidding. Okay. No, I'm having such a good time. Cool. You know, we're we're thankful for that, and because of that, I need you to kind of take us. Where the hell are we? And what happens next in the movie? All right. So the girls just had their crazy night out. And it was important because, as you already said, Miss Rhode Island was a potential suspect. Mm-hmm. And from that night out, we all found out that Miss Rhode Island is just like a sheltered, very sweet woman and incapable of being this serial bomber. Yeah. So she's out of the running. Um, what I believe happens next is that she runs to go tell them to consider... Uh, what did we say her name was? Morningside. Kathy Morningside. Kathy. Right. Kathy Morningside, because part of that night out, she learns from the other girls that Kathy actually got fired Mm -hmm. and was so pissed off that she got fired that she was like causing a commotion. So that led Sandra Bullock to start to think, hey, if the DNA is saying it's a woman, maybe it's not Miss Rhode Island, it's actually Kathy because she's getting fired and this is her empire. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, as she's trying to go tell all the FBI dude bros about this break in the case, it's also like, hey, my boss, uh, Black Man Ghostbuster, is in town because I fucked up on TV and we also somehow caught the citizen because F- some other FBI agents were having a much different experience somewhere in the desert. You know, the FBI agents down in San Antonio, they're in a rom-com. The, those motherfuckers actually catching this ser- the real serial killer, uh, they're living in an episode of Criminal Minds. But I guess they won. And so everyone's like, you're off the case and you're off the force because Sandra Bullock refuses to, like, listen. She always just wants to do her own shit, which I feel but- like you, Yeah. That's another really important scene, though, with mm-hmm. the romance part of this um, quote-unquote rom-com, because her love interest, which I don't even know if we can say that up until this point, because, like, nothing has happened. It's a, a cinder. There's no t- there's no sparks whatsoever. It's a smidge. Her, right. Her co-worker that she has, like, a little baby crush on um, does not stand up for her. And is a fucking dick in front of her boss and the rest of their coworkers, and basically just undermines every piece of logical information she presents to them. And again, she looks like an unhinged emotional woman, and I was not here for it. Garrett, did you think SVU man came out looking like a dick here? I mean, he. I mean, he does apologize at the end. He's like, "Oh, I'm just sorry if I threw you under the bus," but it's like, like she's like this is a really bad example because I don't remember what she came out with, but it would be like, oh, well, we have like his or her fingerprints all over the paperwork and like, here's the signature and here's all of the evidence as to why we should look into this person. And he's like, yeah, but like, fuck them. You know, like it was just like, wasn't a good, like everyone's consensus was just like, no, let's ignore that. It's stupid. And then he was like, yeah, also me. Remember me in good light? Cause I agree with you. Like it just felt, yeah, it, it did feel kind of stupid. And she took it some kind of way that she should have. Here's why I feel like an asshole um several reasons but today uh the thing is her evidence was soft garrett you miss her her evidence was why i think kathy morningside is the copycat citizen uh is because she threatened to kill me which she fucking did it like she didn't say she was like bitch i'm an fbi agent don't threat anyway kathy threatened her um she heard there was a mystery about how back when kathy ran for miss america the girl who won got sick and then kathy okay some motherfuckers get food poisoning is that like what do we got 
Yeah. Uh, that's right. some pretty solid evidence for me. <laughs> the, the, the fucking police just working off this flimsy ass shit. No, I get why Mr. Winslow, whatever the fuck his real name is, um, was like, we're out of here. And damn it, Sandra Bullock, you're, you're now a, a citizen. Turn in your badge. Right. Okay. And it was his first, um, like, team that he was running, his first mm. opportunity to run a team. So, mm. fine. Kind of fair play to him. Like, she came in all crazed from her night out and was like, I have information. And they're, like, too late. So, I, I do understand him a bit in that moment. It just, up until that point in the movie, you're like, all right, buddy. Like, you... You do not do deserve Sandra Bullock at all, no. and this is the final straw. Yeah, you can't just smolder and eat a Mars bar, sir. We're gonna need you to try at least a little bit, right? He doesn't get, but I, like I, I get the idea of him. Yeah, he, you didn't support me at work, and it's like we're FBI agents. It's not, it's not like a meeting you had an idea or somebody mansplained. Okay, true. <laughs> we have guns. True. Fine. So um, she decides she's going to stick it out. And Michael Caine's leaving also because uh, he's like, but I taught, I'm Yoda and I taught you everything you need to know. And I left you a lightsaber, but it's an evening gown. Um, and it was, it was nice. It was a nice moment. Yeah. It was sweet, but it also was like, wow. So you were only doing this for the money. Right. Can you not support me in my final hour here? Cause like, also, isn't he like Michael Caine supposed to be like this disgraced ex like pageant dude that like is hard to work with cause he's a perfectionist and really cares. And I'm like, I feel like in that industry that's probably everyone. So I'm not sure these are defining characteristics, but okay. Um, and it's like, okay, well, what else are you gonna do? Go back to nothing? I mean, this should be your Super Bowl because you ain't got shit. Your phone's so dry, it is profoundly dry. And no, yet, no, he has got better stuff to do. Here's your dress. You No, you have it backwards. This motherfucker is hmm. broke. Cause mind you, it's what a stupid fucking large planet we live in where I can say yes. that man over there, he's a disgraced beauty pageant coach. And that could be a real person that exists on fucking earth. Why are there so many yep. things we can be? There's too many things we can be. Uh, Anything, man. World's your oyster. No, no, it's too much. Too much. You know, like when a, mm. when a diner has too many pages, you're like, okay, but none of these are going to be good now because you do too many things. Fine. Yeah. So, uh, Michael, so he needed the money. So that's why he's like, yeah, I'm with the FBI. I, I, this isn't a field of money. Uh, she continues with the contest. And then the other girls help her get ready because she didn't know what she was doing. And it's like right, she walks in and she's like, where does lipstick go? <laughs> okay, come on, come on. She hates women. That's what it is. Cindy Bullock's character is like, I, I work in a male industry and I have no female friends, and I hate, yeah, she hates women, yeah. And I was like thinking the whole time it was very sweet how the, the women came together and helped her because they obviously bonded over these last few days, but in reality, like, would that have happened? I don't know if that's your competition and she's doing so well. I'd be like, oh my God, it goes um, on your uh, temple, duh. <laughs> she's gonna fucking swirl in the middle of her forehead. You would, let a you would let another woman go out with just a swirl on her forehead. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't, cause I'm like a good person. But I think if I was trying to really win Miss America, I'd be like, I'm not helping her. Yeah. You just say screw it, Gary. Are you if you're you're in that scenario? Uh, you're in a beauty pageant. Uh, okay. 
and this guy's like, where do I put my bronzer? Are you just going to tell him, like, right into your eyes? I mean, I know out of empathy only because that one time I was forced to get a spray tan, it did go directly into my eyes. And, you know, I don't really want that for anyone else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, potentially. It's so rude of me that I straightened that for you. <laughs> like, how can I just give you the Miss America anyway? That's that's for me to unpack. <laughs> okay, M- Miss Idaho, Nebraska, Rhode Island. She's like, now that I've ha- now that I've tasted alcohol, I'm gonna do the fire batons. Cassandra Bullock. Cassandra Bullock's so fucking encouraging of the fire. <clears throat> I'm trying not. To- I yeah. I was obsessed with that moment. The way they kept talking about fire throughout the movie, I was like, <laughs> she I- is. The where did she come from is what I'm interested in. Like, I know the state technically, right? Like, I guess she's supposed to be from there, but like, was it like she was in a cage until three weeks before this? Did she does she know about like electricity or ice or like what temperatures and or like you know elements is are new to her? Would would the last airbender just fuck her up? Like, what are we dealing with, ma'am? Please, dear God. <laughs> oh my god. Mm. Girl can vote. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? Scary, I'm dying, please. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Okay, it was a really cute moment when Sandra Bullock was like, do it. Like, you want to do it. These are your dreams. Go whip those fucking fire batons on stage. And then she does it, and she's such a pro. That was the other thing. It's like, okay, girl, you just discovered fire on Tuesday and now you're out here fucking twirling them between your legs. You're on one heel and like, twir- you know, they're going 10 feet in the air. Like that, how, the, like literally the hell, how the hell? The reason I'm trying so hard. I, ha- I, I have to wear two oven mitts <laughs> and even then I sweat a little when I have to get pizza out of the oven. <laughs> and I'm oh, yeah, supposed I to believe that you're ass. That. Right? I was very impressed by her. Did nobody very else impressive. think she was going to die? <laughs> I mean, actually, Kathy was off stage freaking out. She was watching and she was like, oh my God. And that's so why. Someone was concerned. The way they set that up. Oh, my parents don't like fire. Oh, I'm afraid of doing fire. Oh, Kathy's afraid of this. I thought she was really going to get hurt. And that's why I've been dying laughing for five straight minutes. Wait, what? That's why you've been laughing. Because oh I thought the whole time, oh God, she's going to get hurt. It's going to be bad. This is a Michael she Jackson Pepsi on her fire. Yes, Garrett. What happens next? I, I don't know why, but speaking of Michael Jackson, someone posted something <laughs> that was like Sandra Bullock as a cop in the beginning of this movie looks just like mid, like mid-peak Michael. And I was like, no way. And then I did pull them both together and I was like, you know, it's not true, but it's not not true. <laughs> what the fuck? Where what? did you read that? Where were you? There's on the only I just I don't know. But I, w- I was, was researching that for this and someone no. made that. Yeah, someone made that. They had like both photos next what? to each other. And I was, was like, there you know? like a miscongeniality subreddit or yeah. just like, what's the deal? I, it was on Reddit, but I don't know which subreddit it was. 
Garrett, that is it the most like, random thing. Well, and then like thing. the whole thread was just about like noses. It was weird. It was, but you know, this is the research that I do for our podcast. If we don't move forward in this movie, I will die. Fine. Will... Where do we go? How do we get out of this? Where do we okay, go? Okay, we, we get out of fire. Fire and then Sandra Bullock's second talent, which was supposed to be the glasses from the beginning, mm-hmm. right? The, they're, they're supposed to do the yeah. same exact one. And then all of the girls backstage drink the water out of her glasses because they're so thirsty. Oh my God. Those bitches knew. And that they totally knew. Ain't There's sh- no way. Ain't shit sweet with the beauty pageant contestants, okay? These motherfuckers, because we know they saw her performance, because everyone there's gonna know. Did you see that girl jump off stage when she was and then we see a tray of this? Mm-hmm. And they did that shit on purpose. It's awful. See, yeah, they did her makeup and they were like, We'll be nice, we'll make sure you look good. And then they fucking sabotaged her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. This is fucking devious. But instead she says, hey, let me beat up SVU and kind of do comedy, which is like, oh, I guess you could have done stand-up this whole time. Uh, she's like, I'll teach women self-defense. Punches in the nuts, punches in the nuts, punches in the nuts. And the crowd loves it. I, it was phenomenal. First <laughs> of all, he deserved it. We all know this. <laughs> he deserved to get at least one bone broken. Second of all... She's amazing. And she flipped him <laughs> over her body. She's like half his size Ugh, in that outfit. Oh my God. It was, it was literally everything. And she kicks his ass early on in the movie when they're in like, they're like training, doing like judo throws or something. And I'm like, okay, I see in the beginning and I see they're mad at him now, but I will say if there's any thing that like is attracting you to this man, you are just fucking him up like if you want that shit to work you are one crotch blow away from that just nope no we flattened it it's over <laughs> it doesn't work anymore and also all right nope. you, you you reminded me there we did skip past their their initial bit of sexual tension was when they're like wrestling on the mats and shit i was like you're man you're in full mount you're sitting on his chest uh and looking mm-hmm. in his eyes and so yeah and everyone else was just like watching them. I'm sure, like if you work there and they do things like this often, you're all like, okay, so when are they gonna? He's not tapping out. Now they're just hugging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're they're such brothers and sisters. Oh, like, really cute relationship. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. The, so Johnson whispers to Agent Jones, "These motherfuckers fucking." <laughs> <laughs> Right then and there. It's like everyone everyone's like oh, oh anyway. Okay. Gets his junk broke. Yay. Yep. She moves forward again. Yay. Was mm-hmm. now it's like top five. Um and whatever. Um then as as they the, the agents are leaving and stuff, Michael Kane and S wait no. Oh, they came back. I skipped this. They realized that the girl can't more than ugh. all right, you say it. I <laughs> Okay, so right before the, while the talent competition is going on, um, the love interest is whose name I forget because he's irrelevant, Mm. Um, but he matters in this moment. He comes back with Michael Caine and I think it's just them two because he did have an inkling that she was right. I don't know if he found some actual information out, but he was like, felt bad that he left her and then also was like that guy can't be the one that we caught 
Um, does anyone remember if they actually found hard evidence saying it was not that guy? No. So here's what it was. Um, the mean lady, Candace Bergen, had an assistant. That assistant turns out to be the son. Son changed his name. Why? Because he did a lot of illegal shit, including like robbery and mur- I don't know about murder, assault. And so it's like, okay, we know he's a piece of shit. Um, oh, so this copycat thing is still eligible. Yeah, because they did that. Whoever they caught in Nevada, Nevada, that motherfucker was the regular, regular serial killer. But uh, yeah, so all that shit happens that we said. Yes. Okay. So in that moment, I was so confused as to why Michael Caine decided to not tell FBI agents all of the shit that he knew about Kathy and her psycho son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's he like, shared oh. the info and he was like, yeah, what do you mean? Like, of course he changed his name because he's done some shit. And I'm like, well, <laughs> don't you think this would have been helpful fucking information to share? He's going to be like, I right? thought you knew. <laughs> Oh, you wait, you guys are looking for that guy that saws people's heads off. That's so <laughs> weird because the pageant woman's son, he's he's known as the guy that saws people's heads off. I feel like, oh, how did we not piece this one together? Like, I don't know, 90 minutes ago. I think we should both feel silly because <laughs> I legit the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, he's in on it. Like the whole oh. time I was like, oh, he's definitely in on it because it's Michael Caine. They're not going to give Michael Caine the role where he's just like some jackass that dresses people up. But no. No, no, no. He's the jackass that dresses people up and then forgets to share the key detail that's the entire linchpin of the movie. All right, Garrett, I want to gut check with both of you. Are you guys saying Michael Kane? Or are y'all doing what I've been doing and saying my cocaine? <laughs> I say my cocaine in my head because it makes me smile, but I say Michael Kane when I say it out loud because, you know, I don't need to be British for two words. If, if you guys listen, if you went back and listened to this episode, every single time I've mentioned this motherfucker, I've said my cocaine. It's just making me smile this whole time. Oh, I know. A hundred percent. Yeah. My cocaine. Oi. The Joker. Oh yeah. Okay. So now I'll, that's how I'll pronounce his name. Hell yeah. One of us. <laughs> yeah. Hey. The cocaine crew. <laughs> okay. Uh... All right, so they, uh, Michael Kane, SVU, they run back. They're, he yeah, puts the nuts. <laughs> and uh, yada, yada, yada. Hey, uh, we're, we're announcing the winner now. Oh, who won? Who's Miss America or whatever? And oh, uh, I, Gracie, got second place, which means like, hey, I got second place to Miss America. I can say I did that shit. Yeah. Uh, and then like, hey, the winner is Miss Rhode Island. But wait, the crown is the bomb. Motherfucking Sandra Bullock couldn't get her. She she would encourage the cowardly dog right there. Michael Caine's like, yep. what, what are you trying to say? Give it to him. It's like, ma'am, you're an FBI agent. Don't respectfully don't stutter right now. Whatever. No. Uh, right. And like, yeah. I don't know, maybe share the important details on stage and say watch out the crown is a bomb because i feel like she just kept grabbing it and like trying to tell the other girls to go get her and i was like clearly that looks like some crazed second place woman who's oh, 100 yeah yeah look out the crown is a bomb but she was just <laughs> she said i'll just fight bitches <laughs> and she, hit, she which hit. honestly it took her way to like she should have been just bodying everybody but like 
these like 90 pound women that have never fought a day in their life are like holding on to this crown. It's taking every ounce of strength that she has. I'm like, I'm sorry. You could take your boyfriend, flip him over your shoulder, kick him three times to the dick before he hits the ground and choke out mobsters. Yet somehow Tiffany over here from Iowa is going to be bodying you for the crown. I don't think so. Throat punch a woman and keep it moving. <laughs> well, she did punch Miss Texas in the face and knocked her out. And that was actually really fun to watch. Yeah, because Miss Texas was both a little bit the meter one. And but yeah, she, she punched that girl's nose up into her brain. It's like, oh, shit. Right? But because she said fuck words. I, I choose violence. I choose it. And so everyone who's watching this is like, this is the best goddamn pageant ever. <laughs> like Miss Rhode Island's crying and hitting the girl, fighting, fighting, fighting. <laughs> Yo, people are fighting in the background. And then Sandra Bullock, she finally gets the crown, throws it into the air, and it explodes. And William Shatner's just on the side, like, holy shit, this is absurd. It was that the ratings that year spike. Mm-hmm. it's like this was the super bowl and yeah that's the climax of the movie isn't it yeah and then i honestly i like i think my brain blacked out for the part where they kind of like walk off together and they're like oh it's us where do and i was just like i don't care i don't there's two minutes left in this movie i'm literally gonna stop watching it now because i got the gist and you don't deserve her and you suck and stop smoldering and eating candy bars and try contributing literally anything to the absolute pillar of smoke show that is Sandra Bullock. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, well said. Yeah, pretty Thanks. much. I feel passionate. So we <laughs> have our questions at the end, but yeah. they're normally for a rom-com. And I do they last? Do I care, right? Like, mm. eh. I, I don't think they like uh, that's the thing is like in the world this movie creates I'm like I guess sure they could because apparently this is like all it takes I'm going no I'm like I don't this this relationship is built on bullshit oh yeah no Gracie and SVU man do not last as a romantic couple mm-hmm. no way no I think it's like really fun and passionate and they have amazing sex but <laughs> but I think that's where it ends like she realizes she is too good and also can look really good but she could also do whatever the fuck she wants she could go back to her apartment and never put makeup on ever again and never brush her hair and she's still a queen and she realizes that um with the help of these women from the pageant and so i give it um six months okay yeah that's that's generous i feel like she's a bit like a a wild cat that you brought inside and um, right so she's gonna feel very trapped by this man very soon like whether or not he's uh-huh. like whether or not he tries to put in a box, she's gonna be like, What you want me to let you know when I got home? Ease up, guy. I don't <laughs> see like I I understand why you think that, but I do also think she's done enough to him to prove that she is like kind of crazy in the best way possible, mm-hmm. where yeah. most men would be deterred from her actions this entire movie and he's like into it so i do i'll give them a little bit of time because i do feel like it'd be fun and he wouldn't be as controlling at first he'd just be like in letting her embrace herself and then he's like nah i like 20 year old blondes that are still in school Mm. Which yeah, is his type he mentioned. That's a grown ass man. That's by the way, they're also speaking of being grown as man, everyone's grown in this film. Yeah, it's supposed to be, oh, this is a scholarship pageant. I thought do you is this for like 
PhD students or something. I was a little confused, respectfully. Everyone looked way too old to be like a college student. Oh yeah, wait. I well, don't this, think this was like the money to a scholarship. Mm. No, they they are supposed to be college students, but it's like in in two thousand, everyone was at least thirty five when they were playing anyone in college, and at least twenty eight <laughs> when they were in high school. So it was yeah. like you'd have like a five o'clock shadow and be like six four, and it'd be like, "Hi, my name's Timmy, and it's my freshman year." And I'm like, <laughs> "Sir, I can see the tan line from your wedding ring. Like, can we get anyone that looks like they've even had puberty in the last decade, let alone these women that clearly were like, no, nah, no, Brown. respectfully, but no." Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't put that together at all. I like, they kept saying scholarship and I was like, oh, interesting. Cool. Whatever. I don't care. These women are in their mid (laughs) twenties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I didn't, I, I did not at all piece together the fact that they were like, you'll make it to the top five for security reasons. I was legit like, go Sandra. Yeah. You didn't even want this shit. Look how far you've made it. (laughs) You forgot. I was gassing her up the whole movie. Yeah. Also, wait, wait. The whole fucking thing. Sorry, no. All right, you go ahead. No, no, no. no. All I was gonna say was actually okay, Garrett. You're you're half right because that was the plan all along. But when the FBI backed out before top ten, she did on her own make it to the top ten and then top five. There we go. Okay, good. I feel good. So yes, it's a combination of both. Yeah, and she got second fucking place. And I was like, yeah, she can tell her grandkids, like, hey, I got second place in Miss uh, whatever, America. But the thing that's crazy about this fucking movie is I love Sister Act. This is as dumb as, like, the Sister Act thing. Like, why is it that you're saying, oh, we need access to the beauty pageant? Motherfucker, you're the FBI. Just be like, hey, we're going to be here. Do something. Push me. We don't need to convince you, oh, please let us compete. They have regular security guards. Every security guard is now an FBI agent. Right. But no, we need to find a woman who's who can be in the pageant. It's like, that's absurd. If I was the FBI director, it's like, we can't do this. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Also, also, I had to remind myself multiple times while watching it the entire time frame of, of this undercover mission because... They had literally two days before the the pageant started for her to be ramped up, like flown there, all her clothes, mm-hmm. all of her stuff, fun stuff with Michael Caine. And I was like, okay, literally in no world would they even yeah, be no. able to set some of this stuff up in time. Yeah. Yeah. She would she wouldn't be ready. She wouldn't be at the level. You know, she'd still be burping and scratching and fighting. <laughs> You can't, if you're looking for two days of training, it's like, it, it, oh, the fucking FBI. Uh, okay. Uh, we said, do they last? They don't. Uh, who did we love? Did we say who do we love in the movie? I no. don't think so. Okay. I don't think I love, no, I loved uh, Rhode Island. I love Miss Rhode Island. I'm so glad she didn't die in the fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You don't love Gracie, Miss Sandra Bullock? <gasps> uh, yeah, yeah, wow. I don't. I, I'm, I'm, she needs to, I, mm, no, this is my final answer. That was a lot. Garrett, do you love Gracie? Uh, so she, uh, Sandra Bullock makes this movie, so I have to like her and like, 
the idea of her wanting to physically fight me for some reason, I'm like, I'm into this. Yes. Judo choked my ass out. <laughs> so I'm into her, but I'm not sure it's for the right reasons. And then Michael Caine was a homie and everyone else pretty much could have died in the opening scene. And I would have, you know, like, eh, whatever we can. Still okay. make this Whoa, movie work. Gary, we don't have to kill them. Okay. <laughs> just, I mean, oh, I, I'm just I, saying they could have died, you know, I'm not saying they have to, that's that's okay. That's a step too far for me. Uh, but yeah, that's what we love. Yeah, Mike Cocaine is a homie. Is the first time that sentence has ever been said. Um, yep. Lastly, rate the movie one to ten. I'll go first. Six five. I I'm eh. <laughs> six point five out of ten. Garrett, why you... you didn't even explain that shit? You just felt let down. <laughs> it was like someone was like, "We're sorry, Boga, but it it did actually come back positive," and you're like, "Nah." Um, so I'm going to go with, yeah, uh, here's the thing. I actually really like this movie and it has a place in my heart. I am going to give it a six, but it's like a six that I will come back to time and time again. Okay. And Ari, I feel like your score is much higher. Okay. It's not, it's not like a nine, but Mm. taking into consideration when it came out and how there wasn't too many, like, feminist um i'm doing air quotes uh <laughs> like females in in a chick flick um i'm gonna give it a 7.5 and i will also okay. say i don't i i'm not a rewatcher. like i don't enjoy re-watching movies at all mm. i've seen it once i've seen it oh, wow. but miss congeniality i love so much i would watch it over again multiple times so 7.5 okay so That's, not too yeah. far apart yeah, I've definitely seen this movie at least five times randomly throughout my life. Yeah, this is the first time ever, and uh, I don't think I'll revisit. But now I can be like, "Hey, I've seen that." No, they yeah, actually there you go. There's a sequel, and I'm going to read the Wikipedia summary for the sequel because, like, how the fuck does this happen to the same woman twice? Oh Miss my god, two? There is one, right? Yes, Miss Congeniality two, armed and glamorous, and it's like, bitch, how are you going to be in a beauty pageant twice doing this shit? You were the news. <laughs> No, I think I saw it and I think it had something to do with the son or someone like wanting to commit the same crime. Oh yeah, oh. I did see that shit. That's like if you did a sequel to seven and called it eight. Like <laughs> I know it was the same movie just a few years. And it's years just later. this, it's his second wife's head in the box. <laughs> yeah, no. Fuck out of here. That's insane. Insane. Oh Christ. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. Um, Ari, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, really, thank you. Yeah, is there anything you want to plug in your your works? Your um, yeah. So, if anyone is interested, I do have a podcast as well, and it is called Obsessed, spelled with an A. Um, you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, and Obsessed underscore podcasts on Instagram, and then my personal Instagram is just Ari from the Block. So. Go find that. Oh, and you can find that on TikTok too, because I have. I'm an international TikTok sensation. Yes, I was like, okay, we're even very demure about it. That's like Usher said, "Oh yeah, I do music." Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go, ch- go casual. Ch- yeah, yeah. When, when I'm not giving out fake money in strip clubs. Uh, yeah. Thank everybody. Um, follow us at Podcast Bromance on Twitter and Instagram. Anchor.fm slash Bromance Pods. Listen to old episodes. Follow me at Boca Boca on Twitter, Instagram. Follow Garrett at G Balliet on Twitter. Balliet and Bougie on Instagram. He doesn't post on Twitter. Yeah.
Thanks, everybody.